coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. Identify your customers because I think the key thing that a lot of businesses don't realize is they don't know what signals to look for that identifies a customer. When you look mm -hmm. at auto marketing, for example, um, there, are ca there are car ads running all the time, but we don't notice them unless we're in market for a car ad. True. And all of a sudden, holy cow, they're there's everywhere. A Toyota, yeah. there's a Honda, et cetera. Now I'm actually paying attention to the ads. So the next thing that happened is people go online and they search the specs for a Camry or a Honda or whatever the case might be, right? Those signals, the trigger it for you as a marketer is what signals do people take, do people um, show that identify them as in market for your product or service? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's what your strategy identifies. Welcome to the show, I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. Today on Pass the Secret Sauce, we have Robert Brill from Brill Media. He is the CEO of Brill Media, and Brill Media is also on the Fortune 500 list this year. Robert has a knack for marketing, and he's he's had great success over a good number of years in marketing. And right now, they his company, Brill Media, basically helps other companies market themselves uh, for a very, very effective price. They, they call it spot-on marketing. It's basically a turnkey marketing service that charges about $1,500 a month, and they handle your, your marketing efforts, your marketing materials to, to grow and expand your own business. So this is a great episode if you are looking to expand your business and grow your business. We get into a lot of the techniques and tactics that are working today. And uh, obviously, he's doing very, very well with, uh, with his company since he is on the Fortune 500 list. So I hope you enjoy today's episode of Pass the Secret Sauce. Dinner table, it was good. I mean, like my mom would cook, my dad and I would eat, and my mom would eat, and it was good. We would talk about stuff, I yeah. think. I don't know. That's a really <laughs> tough personal question. I don't know. But I'll tell you, my wife is very, you know, we have a 21-month-old now, and my wife is very focused on creating the, the dinner table environment, and it's really great where we can all sit down together. But it was good when I was growing up. I mean, it wasn't like... Yeah, I've seen in, in shows like where at the dinner table, they talk about real hardcore political stuff that mm -hmm. didn't, that wasn't there. It's just casual and it wasn't every night, but I think the dinner table actually is quite important. Yeah, absolutely. Did you have any siblings or anything? No, born and raised only child, born and raised in California, in LA, only child. Very cool. Very cool. So were you, uh, did you have entrepreneurial tendencies in that growing up as, as a child? Were you slinging candy or gum or anything like that? Or? In a way I was, in a way I was, I mean, I was really interested in, you know, those chocolate drives. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where you would sell chocolates. I was doing that. I was excited about that. I remember when I was a, 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 a baby boy, maybe a couple years old, my dad and I would play 
like cashier. Okay. Like I would sell groceries. <laughs> That's that. great. So he want. I think he, you know, look as a father now. Like I think it was really important for him to like teach how people communicate and how to handle money mm-hmm. and how to really like feel comfortable with those types of really important transactions. Yeah. And, and that's a great started. way to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a great way to incorporate, you know, buying groceries and selling groceries into, yeah. into that life lesson. That's great. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about you've, you've obviously had great success and we'll get into some of those successes uh, here in a minute, but talk about how you started off in, in business. What, what was kind of your catalyst that made you want to jump out and, you know, start your own, your own gig? Well, starting my own gig was, so I started in 2013 and it was, it was 10 years after I'd, it, it, I had spent 10 years in the advertising business. Mm-hmm. And prior to being in the advertising business, I was working, so I got into advertising in 2003, advertising marketing, 2003. Prior to that, probably since 2000 working at various jobs, even 1999 working you know, as a, as a teenager working at Coldstone Creamery and Universal Studios, you know, and what's, what I find interesting about that is, you know, I, when I was in college, I was, I was feeling kind of like bummy that I didn't have the opportunity for the college experience. And I did. I went to Cal State Northridge. I was in a fraternity. I had a great time, made some great lifelong friends and learned a lot of things along the way, really important life lessons. But I felt bummy that I couldn't like just not work. But looking back on it, the work was actually, it got me three to five years ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. And what I learned in college working relatively odd jobs, like I worked in different offices and had some internships that were paid. What I learned is what I didn't want to do professionally. Mm-hmm. And even just working at Universal Studios, I learned I need to get a college degree, at least for my station in life where where i was coming from i needed like that was the opportunity that was the access to opportunity because you know what i learned is that like if i don't go to college i may not have as many opportunities as if i do go to college Mm -hmm. and i'm not the physical labor type of dude like yeah yeah give me a hammer like it's 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 a it's a i might hurt myself (laughs) (laughs) whereas you know my 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 wife is that is the handy woman in the household and uh, her dad uh, knows how to use his hands to like make things. It's, yeah. it's incredible. But I just work on the computer. Yeah, that's fantastic. Talk a little bit about when you started your company. You mentioned that that you know you were in advertising for ten years. What did you did you see a niche or something that was missed in the industry that you felt you could do better? Or what was your yeah. you know what was your reason for starting out on your own? Yeah, absolutely. You know. What I saw in 2013 was that there was this about three to five year old thing called programmatic advertising. Mm-hmm. And programmatic is is a jargony term that needs to needs to go away, but it's you're really just using data and automation to make make the advertising perform better. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, I think there's probably an opportunity. And by the way, at that point, I was working on clients like Bacardi, Toshiba, PetSmart. I had worked on Sony Pictures and Disney movies. So the big boys, exactly. I was like, okay, I think there's a way to bring the top-down expertise that I have of how these massive brands grow. And I can deploy that knowledge and and expertise and wherewithal to independent businesses. Mm -hmm. Now, independent businesses still have a lot of money, or they might not right? Mm-hmm. Either way. 
but I think there's a way to make it work. So I started out the business with the mission, help independent businesses look like the Fortune 500 without actually spending a fortune on your marketing and advertising. Mm -hmm. It went through many iterations there, by the way. I started out as a consulting firm. I thought I was going to help independent companies onboard different systems that turned into like, we just want you to do your ad, our ad buying for us, which is a much better business to begin with. It's what I know how to do. It took a lot of iteration to finally get to a right, the right recipe, but that was, that's the overarching encompassing like idea for our business. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And when you say independent business, what, what do you mean by that? What, what types of businesses, how large would you say? Yeah, I mean, we have a diverse set of clients and a lot of our business comes through agencies and we're just now expanding into going direct to advertiser. So when I say independent businesses, I just, I literally like, I classify the world, the business world into two types. Cause I'm a very, I'm a simple man. Like, I, <laughs> I like simplicity. it. You're either fortune 500 uh-huh. or you're not fortune 500. Which you have jumped into that, into that realm now. So congratulations. <laughs> oh, well, Inc. Inc. I appreciate that. I'm talking about like the global. Okay. Like, okay. Got it. Philip 66. Got it. Okay. Conoco, right? Conoco, Conoco, Philip 66 and 76. They're at the time we were working with them. They're the fourth. They're the fifth on the fortune five. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Massive, massive oil company, right? Yeah. Not a lot of marketing relative to the other fortune companies, but the fortune 500, but still lots of budget. I was like, okay, if I can help these big well-known brands do well. So it's basically fortune 500 and everyone else. That's how Mm -hmm. I think about the world. And whether you're Fortune 500 or near the Fortune 500, I'm not interested in working with you because you have tons of money, you need big teams, you need big agencies, and we're not that. We're actually, and, and big agencies have their role. I think they're incredibly valuable and I have a great deal of respect for the individuals who work at big agencies, et cetera. But you know, we're a, di- we're a different breed. We're a little more nimble. We're a little bit more entrepreneurial for better or for worse. And we can help and make a real difference in the lives of the entrepreneurs who we serve and their customers and their employees and their community communities. There's a lot riding on what we do because we help dreams flourish for all those different constituents. Yeah. So anything, so our, our campaigns are as, as small as $1,500 a month or as large as 150 to $300,000 a month. Got it. So when you're, when, you're, when you're looking at potentially taking on a client, are there any type of company metrics, I guess you can say, that you look at to say they would be a good client for us? Meaning, you know, whatever they're selling, you know, does it have to be a certain price point or, you know, any type of category or anything like that? I actually, you know, the truth is I don't understand how people make decisions on whether they're going to take clients based off of price point or various yeah. company metrics. I, it doesn't, that doesn't resonate. That's not the way I think about the world. What I think about is, do we have the ability to help them? Yeah. Are their expectations and culture and values aligned with our expectations, our culture and our values? If the answer is yes, we'll work with you too. Case in point, we work with an individual who um, is a, building a personal brand. Virtus Technology is a custom business software solution provider. Are you tired of manual entry into an old system that creates more work than it helps? Does your company suffer from constant pain and frustration around its business processes? Do you spend a lot of time and money trying to hunt information down, 
or figure out what is happening in your business. Virtus Technology can help solve all of this. We evaluate your current processes and then create custom software or mobile apps to automate and streamline your business process, eliminating a lot of those pains and frustrations. Unlike other systems, our goal is to digitize your current processes and systems so that your staff's learning curve is very small. If you're ready to take your business operations to the next level, give Virtus Technology a call today. And in month one, we built a landing page and we built creative. One, month two, we got him 75 leads. Wow. Wow. $1,500 a month. Wow. <laughs> That's and great. And this person had, and by the way, this person, by the way, did not have a product to sell because what we do, the, the free part about what we do, which is, I think the reason why people work with us is because we, we are, I am fundamentally a business consultant. I'm interested in your business model and mm -hmm. how you grow. And when I talk to people, I want to, I want to be a, a, a little bit of help for helping, allowing them to unlock something potentially so that they can grow. Mm -hmm. So we help define the business model. And, and by the way, there's no right answer. There's just a lot of testing. Mm -hmm. So we work in our, the clients that we work in are in healthcare. We sell tickets to events, which has had a downturn, but there are people still doing that stuff, yeah. whether virtual or live in person, sporting events. We sell tickets to, we, we run campaigns for people selling products in stores and everything in between, we, we mostly touch. The only thing we haven't touched a lot of is auto. We helped launch a live streaming channel recently. We're helping a big communications company in the gaming space. It's, we're all over the place because the framework that we deploy fundamentally works, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whether you're spending hundreds of thousands a month or $1,500 a month. I love it. I love it. And so if someone is interested in hiring your services, and I guess there's two questions here, what do they need to provide to you? You know, what, what does that look like when they're onboarding? And then what is it that you're going to do you know, on the back end, you, you mentioned that you created a landing page. So obviously there's some web design. Are you doing like paper click or what, what types of programs do you offer? Yeah. I mean, our business is built around paid media. So advertising, mm -hmm. the, the fundamental definition of advertising is paying for, for, for the space to run a message. If money doesn't exchange hands, it's not advertising. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's, you know, not, not to cut, cut ahead, but that's the fundamental difference between marketing and advertising. Marketing is an amalgamation of different communications tactics. Advertising, you're specifically paying someone for access to run a message. Mm -hmm. So our business, everything that I know in now, my now 17 year career is fundamental, fundamentally around the use of digital advertising to build a business. Mm -hmm. So Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, banners, video, connected television, digital out of home billboards, digital audio on your local radio stations, digital channel or Pandora or Spotify. If it's digital, if I can transact on it digitally, that's within our wheelhouse. Wow. Wow. That's what we do. Now, separately, when we talk about landing pages and creative, we've had to create that service because I want to help small businesses, independent businesses. Yeah. When I go to an independent business and I say, look, I can run advertising for you. You'll do really well. We'll help you build your business. These companies don't know how or don't have the wherewithal to develop an ad or a landing page. 
or email automation or marketing automation. Mm -hmm. So we, in order for us to get to the advertising so that we can directly impact their business, they need creative, they need landing page, they need emails, they need marketing automation. So we now provide that at $1,500 a month and 500 of that goes back and is reinvested into advertising primarily on Facebook and Instagram. Wow. That, that really sounds, that sounds incredible. What, what are some of the results? You, you mentioned one of them. What are some more results that people have gotten you know, with your services? Some other standout things that, that come to mind? Yeah, I mean, you know, what's, there's, there's two things. Well, I'll talk about independent businesses. We have a math tutoring company who I'm particularly proud of. We, you know, and again, this goes back to what we, what we do. The tangible thing we do is we run ads and we generate leads and sales. The intangible thing is I love taking our clients' calls and talking about their business because it goes into process and management and mm-hmm. strategy and communications cadences, which is, she's not paying me for that. She's yeah. paying for ads. I've delivered the ads and the leads. I'm done, but I, I just have a just general interest. So, you know, she, she has a nice uh, testimonial on our, on our website or one of our pages, which I'm expanding out to a, a few of our, of our, of our other pages. We got her leads for the first time. She's never had a lead wow. generation pipeline. Yeah. She's, wow. she, she, when we, she started with us, she said, you know, I was running at email marketing campaigns and these niche environments. And I've been, I did some search and nothing was working. I don't get marketing. So we got her leads and we're getting her leads on a daily basis. She's getting between two and 10 leads a day. Mm-hmm. And now the best testimonial is Robert's getting me leads. And now I need to hire a salesperson. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. me loving the impact that we have on an independent business. Now, impacts on larger businesses. Uh, we sign people up for healthcare camp, healthcare initiatives that are vitally important. Mm-hmm. You know, we sell tickets. And when we talk about those types of events and those types of campaigns, the kudos from the client is usually a renewal. We mm-hmm. have lots of great renewals. And we have strategic conversations with our clients about how they can improve their business. So it's, it's much less about the verbal kudos. It's much more about the actions of renewals and, okay, now we have this challenge we need you to solve. It's, it's not, it's usually not thank you. It's okay. Here's a new, a new challenge for you. That's, that's how we know we're doing well. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Interesting. This, I I really feel like this can help a lot of our listeners and myself included. And I've, I've got other friends and, and that too, that, uh, all struggle with you know getting leads and and that. Have you seen an uptick in your business lately with you know what's going on right now you know with COVID and everybody you know wanting to get online and advertising and all of that? You know how have you been doing? Obviously, again, you've made the uh, the ink list, so you know you uh, you have to be doing something right. But but have you seen a big uptick in the in the uh, requests for your services lately? Yeah, we have. We're hiring. We're onboarding staff and, you know, there's a few things. We were heavily exposed to live entertainment at the beginning of the year that hurt us. Now we are a little bit, and when I say exposed, I don't mean we, we didn't have a lot of clients, we did, but we, in that space, we had a lot of spending in that space, mm-hmm. but it's amazing out of the woodwork clients, people I've never spoken to completely new to our organization businesses have come out of the woodwork through recommendations and, and testimonials and our business, we're a much stronger business today than we were in January of 2020. 
And the reason for that is because number one, we figured out our lead pipeline. We have hundreds of leads that we're actively following up on. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't have enough salespeople to do all of that. So some are slipping by, but we're, we're doing that. So we have a lead pipeline for the first time in the history of our business. We're not exclusively reliant on relationships because I built my business primarily on the big relationships I've had mm -hmm. uh, through consulting work and just people who I've gotten to know and trust and they trust me and I trust them and we have relationships. But I, I wanted to diversify that. So this spot on marketing and the ability to take on independent businesses and not charge them an arm and a leg and actually give them what they need to succeed has been a big boon for us. So we're hiring in that world as well. And then for our larger enterprise clients, we just have people coming out of the woodwork, continuously mm -hmm. working with us. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's fantastic. I love it. Can you, do you have any tips or advice for, uh, say, a, a smaller independent business who might not quite be ready to, to take on $1,500 a month, but you know, some, some tips to be able to get them in the right direction, start advertising themselves correctly and, and uh, yeah. you know, starting to build that, that lead flow? I appreciate that. So what I'm about to describe to you is a condensed version of what we have, which is called our, it's called your lead generation guide. And if you go to brillmedia.co slash YLGG, you'll get this guide. And what this guide does is it allows any business owner to develop a lead magnet. And a lead magnet is a tool that will attract your core prospective customers so that you give them something of value. So your lead generation guide is a lead magnet because I want to attract business owners. And so it goes into four different sections on how to create and market a lead magnet so you have leads piped in daily. So this is what we do. I'm telling you how you can do it without paying us. Yeah. yeah. So step one is start with a strategy. And the strategy really under defines who you are, the value proposition you have for your business, the transformation that you provide your customers and the types of things that identify your customers. Because I think the key thing that a lot of businesses don't realize is they don't know what signals to look for that identifies a customer. When you look mm -hmm. at auto marketing, for example, um, there, are there are car ads running all the time, but we don't notice them unless we're in market for a car ad. True. And all of a sudden, holy cow, they're there's everywhere. a Toyota, yeah. there's a Honda, et cetera. Now I'm actually paying attention to the ads. So the next thing that happened is people go online and they search the specs for a Camry or a Honda or whatever the case might be, right? Those signals, the trigger it for you as a marketer is what signals do people take, do people um, show that identify them as in market for your product or service? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's what your strategy identifies. Then the creation of the lead magnet is what information can you share with your customers or prospective customers that you can make well enough to, to, to demonstrate that you're an expert in the field, make it easy to understand so it's not incredibly convoluted. And number three, that is in direct connection to the types of products and services that you offer. And then you, man, you write the thing up, you, you add some, a little bit of simple design. And by the way, we have in that lead magnet, your lead generation guide, we have connections to our designers that we use and our, and our videographers that we use, right? Because that's a barrier. Mm -hmm. So is, we yeah. want to just eliminate all the barriers. Uh, and they're just Upwork people, right? Like these are not our employees. I'm not taking a cut of what you send them, right? It's just 
goodwill, right? Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's marketing. And we, told, we show you how to use Facebook and Instagram to be effective to get leads. And I'll tell you the four steps. The step number one is get the ads approved on Facebook, especially if you're in a, you're in a special category like housing, politics, or finance. Mm-hmm. Once you get the ads approved, number two, you test an audience. And you make sure that your audience, you, you test three different audiences. You say, which one gets the best performance on your ads? Then step three is you run ads to those people who have the bet, who, whose audience is the most effective in, from the earlier step. And then you run lead ads and lead ads do really well on Facebook. That's not the only thing you do, but the point is you have to test creative messages, images, copy, et cetera, until you find the right combination. Because at the end of the day, we're tinkering, we're building a recipe based on a framework. And then number four, you have a, a CRM solution like HubSpot or MailChimp or whatever you want to use. And you follow up with these people diligently and you formulate your sales process. Now, there's a lot more that goes into it, but that's the basic top line view of it. Uh, that's 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 great. I, I'm incredibly, incredibly valuable to, to people that... Uh you know, again, are, are just starting out and, and might be struggling with, with, uh, you know, that process. So how do you relay the metrics of your campaigns? Do you have any types of systems? Is it an Excel chart? Are we using like Google analytics? What, what, what is your chosen way to be able to track measure and showcase what is going on? Right. So we have a dashboard that we share with our clients. Our dashboards identify what you're paying for the ads, how many impressions you've delivered, the clicks, the number of page likes, the cost per page likes. And by the way, I just want to talk about page likes for a moment. I'm really usually not interested in page likes as the end all metric. What page likes do that a lot of people don't realize is that they're an identifier for the best audience. Right. Because if someone is going back to that idea of signals, if someone likes your ad, likes your page through a page like ad on Facebook, that's an identifier. Hey, this is mildly interesting, right? I'm not averse to this. That's all that says. But then those page like engagers become your remarketing pool and they might be interested in your lead magnet as an idea. So page likes, link clicks, cost per click. We break out different audiences that we look at. And so you can see a daily update of what your campaign is doing on Facebook. Uh, or Instagram, or banners, whatever the case might be. Because po- for politics, for example, we're running a campaign right now where it's we're targeting people in a single zip code, and wow. we're getting the ads on. I'm trying to think of the uh, USA Today, uh, Washington Post, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, major publications ads, right? And what's great about that is, you know, people don't realize how easy it actually is to get your ad on some of these major publications. You don't need to spend hundred thousand dollars a day you can spend fifteen hundred dollars a month yeah. and get your ads on major publications in one zip code the only place where the only zip code that your your voters are in because yeah. if you yeah. go to the next zip code over they can't vote for you yeah yeah no that's uh yeah that's incredibly incredibly powerful god there, there's so many things that we could go into but i think we are actually just about out of time so if someone wanted to learn more about you or your services, what would be the best way to, to reach out and, and do that? Yeah, go to uh, brillmedia.co and uh, on that page, uh, there's a lead form where, that you can fill out uh, and get some of our performance results and I'll reach out to you or one of our salespeople will. But if you want to talk to me, you can also go to brillmedia.co slash Robert. 
and you'll see my calendar mm -hmm. and you can book a time and we can have a direct conversation. I love it. I love it. Robert, this has been fantastic. And uh, I think that this is certainly going to be something that a lot of our listeners are going to be excited about. So thank you for, uh, for everything that you've done. So thanks, Matt. I appreciate the time. And uh, thank you for having me on your show. No problem. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.